Take the baseline out. Uh huh. Jiggle. Uh-huh. Bounce with it. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh Hello, hello, it's Tochi. And this is Isi. And this is the very first episode of the Diaspora Diaries. Hope you guys enjoy it. So what happened this week? What's been going on? Um, this week? <laughs> uh, so what's been going on? So yesterday was the Golden Globes. Okay. Um, and I didn't really watch it, but I was following, you know, all the highlights on social media. I mean, I feel like you could watch things off of social media these days. You really kinda. can, yeah. Um, and it seemed like a good one. Like it was the 74th annual Globe- Golden Globes. <laughs> you know what I just remember? Sorry to interrupt yeah. you. That time when Bawa was doing the countdown for the Grammys. Oh my god. What show? Was it the Grammys? Was it the Grammys? And he oh, kept he saying, was hosting we'll something. get back to you in five, four, three, like two, He couldn't read the one. time. <laughs> wow, Bawa has done something. Okay, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the Golden Globes. <laughs> Bow Wow. We could actually have an entire episode on shit that Bow Wow has, has done. done. Um, but anyway, it was a good one. Um, really proud of Tracy Ellis Ross. Me too. She um, won Best Actress in the comedy series for Blackish, And the last time a black woman won that was 1983. Are I you believe. kidding me? Yeah. What, I wonder what show that was. I wonder. Anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she made history. And, you know, her comments and her, um, the speeches she gave after that. You know, Tracy Ellis Ross, I've always admired her because she's someone that always supports other women. She's mm-hmm. never, like, brought anyone else down. Mm-hmm. She genuinely loves and supports other black actresses out there. Like, she's friends with everyone mm-hmm. from Gabrielle Union to Kerry Washington. Mm-hmm. And her girlfriend's castmates. Mm-hmm. She posts pictures of every, you know, just when people make little, little achievements mm-hmm. or whatever she just seems like a wonderful woman so anyway she won and she also gave a shout out to Issa Rae oh who, she did um, yeah she said basically like we all made history because it's been a while I think since black women have even been nominated, nominated for yeah. that category let alone take it home I haven't watched Blackish and from what people were saying it, it was started off really funny I don't know if it's I, I mean I guess uh, it's still is she won yeah. You used to watch Blackish. I tried to watch the first season. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know for some reason I didn't. I didn't find it that funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seemed like a good show. Yeah. Like it's not. I don't think it's a bad show. Yeah. I just feel like the things I find funny are sort of maybe. I don't know. I have a more really Atlanta-ish. Like, yeah, just like a dry sense yeah. of humor kind of okay. thing. But it seems like a good show. I do. I love um, Anthony, what's his name? Anderson. Oh, he's hilarious. Um, and the kids on that show are also super cute. Okay. I like. I follow them on social media and stuff. But what else happened in the Golden Globes? Um, Mel Streep gave a really good speech. Mm-hmm. She got some sort of lifetime achievement award or whatever they oh, she give did? out. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, and you know, Mel Streep is just one of those women that she's just classy. Yeah. She's just timeless beauty classy 
Whatever. I love the way she carries herself. Very graceful. And she's woke. I love I she, love a woke She is woke. Woke woman. So yeah, so she came for Donald Trump kind of. Really? Yeah, she basically cuz I guess Donald Trump made fun of a disabled person. Yeah, I started I stopped following all the stuff that he's done, but apparently he did. So she she called him out on that. Everyone loved her speech uh and Donald Trump has come for her on Twitter already. I can't. Yeah, so that's what we're getting into for the next four years. Anyway, I'm not talking about Donald Trump. What else happened? Oh, my favorite part was Donald Glover shouting out Migos. Which is really funny because no lie, like this past weekend, I was talking to Quinn and Janine and I was saying how Migos, like they're really good. Like I, been, yeah. <laughs> I was like the best. They were in Lagos this Christmas, like and not I just feel like their music is really, really good. good. And Consistent think, turn up music. And I think sometimes because I was telling them I was like, I think sometimes our generation is very hard on the music we have you know, mm-hmm. that's released these days, like mm-hmm. hip hop and rap. Mm-hmm. People are always like, Oh, it's, it's not trash, real, it's yeah. not real. Yeah. But I'm like, You guys are turning up to it every mm-hmm. night at the club. It's they must be doing something, right? Yo, it's we've good. Been, and you and I in particular, we love Migos. Remember? <laughs> uh what was that? So okay, handsome and wealthy. Handsome we and love wealthy. that. Fight, Fight night. <laughs> Fight night is our song. <laughs> Stand to the left. Hey, oh, my rich. Stand to the right. I love hey, the mama, she keep looking. They are very they are talented. Very talented. And they were great on um the show on Atlanta. Yeah, they played, and they Atlanta well. was one of my favorite shows that came out last year. Yeah, Atlanta and um, Insecure. Those were um, two really good shows. And what do you know? What they won. Was it best comedy series? Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh, that is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That is so good. Yeah, proud of them. It was a really good one. Um, the guy that played what's the, what's the rapper's name? Um, Paperboy. Paperboy. <laughs> you know, like when Donald was giving his speech and stuff, he had tears in his eyes. Oh. It was a really like nice moment, I think, for black people and people of color in general this year mm. at the Golden Globes. And I heard Moonlight won something. Yeah. But from what I heard. It wasn't like the person that wrote it was black and the person that directed it was black uh-huh. but i think they won for production and the producers are actually white that's what i heard oh i saw that they got best um motion picture for a drama movie i don't know you know like these awards you don't know who actually, actually gets won. these yeah. um Let's see. So maybe it's the best drama motion picture, but I don't know what that means. So I don't know who they give that award Award to. to. Like it's so weird sometimes these awards and what they actually mean. So it might be the producers that get the best. That's what I heard, and I I think some people were a little bit upset about that because I mean the actors. You haven't seen Moonlight. No, yeah. I saw Moonlight. It was amazing like it, it was the most authentic well let me not say most i'm not used to put this but it was very authentic mm-hmm. no part of it seemed like you were ever in a movie you truly get absorbed in it cinematography was beautiful the story mm-hmm. was beautiful the acting was top notch and um i don't know i think some of the actors should have gotten something but i haven't seen any of the other movies that were nominated and so yeah. that's just my opinion it was mm-hmm. flawless to me so yeah, we'll see when the Oscars come around and see. Well, these things usually uh, set the tone. Like yeah. uh, the movies that get nominated for the Golden Globes mm-hmm. usually are also uh, included. Front runners, yeah. For the, yeah. For Have the they Oscars? Yeah. Anyway. Um, so yeah, that will get released soon. Yeah. And I usually try and watch all these movies before the Oscars. Yeah, let me not come act on. like I'm. A, I'm gonna watch that either. <laughs> just, just watch my highlights. <laughs> 
But yeah, let's move let's on. Let's move on. Yeah. Um, what else do we want to talk about? <laughs> what we usually talk about. <laughs> Those housewives of the ATL. I think this was the show that founded our relationship. Yeah. Was it is this and Basketball Wives? Yes, <laughs> those two. Isioma was doing, I don't know, she was just doing like a Phaedra or like a candy impression one time. I just was like, wow, that is so spot on. Like, I need you she to be, to my, be friend. my friend. Please be my friend. Let's <laughs> do this all the time. Because I will remember quotes from, from the first season. Girl, we know... Too and much. Yeah, we know too much. We know too much. But we know too um, much. But what's going on now? This week and the last episode, you know, we see Kenya and Matt. I'm sorry, but I just don't take Kenya seriously. I think she's does whatever she has to do for a storyline. So I'm not particularly care. interested. Um, Candy. I mean, who else is there? Portia. Uh, whatever. Whatever. Cynthia. Yeah, but what what's really going on is there's a huge scandal going on between Candy, Phaedra, and what's that girl's name? Sher- Sharifa, Sharif, Shanice, Shanikor. Damn, <laughs> you guys, know. the friend, um, Portia's friend, mm-hmm. and basically, Candy and Phaedra they formed what I thought was a real friendship on this show. They did. Um, when Phaedra got on the show, I don't like Phaedra. Isyama likes Phaedra. I don't Girl. like Phaedra because Phaedra came on the show ready to pop talking about she doesn't know when her due date is because she didn't want people to know that she got pregnant before she got married so she lied about her due date and from then on i was like this girl's not to be trusted because if you lie about that what won't you lie about she's like stop saying i like phaedra i like the way she reads people mm-hmm. she makes me laugh sometimes okay, yeah, sure. she, she gets a chuckle out of me every <laughs> <once>. <laughs> Don't she like phaedra can be funny phaedra can be that's funny. about it but i know i will never not say that phaedra is not a liar and that yeah. she's not hiding i don't trust anything that comes out of her mouth yeah. even that whole bombing i just don't, <laughs> I don't that believe was fake thing. too but, but anyway. um i guess in the last episode what we've seen is that they sort of the fight came to a head mm-hmm. um Candy told Phaedra, like, you know, I will spill your tea. Your man went to jail and you were already looking for another man. Don't act like you're so heartbroken. I believe that. And in return, I guess Phaedra let it slip that uh, Candy and Todd been having threesomes with Shamia. Shamia. With Shamia. That's her name. <laughs> Candy and Todd have been having threesomes with Shamia. But doesn't it also come out eventually that Portia was also somehow involved? Girl, I don't know That's what's what about I thought. to come out. I don't know what's about to come Going out. Going into scared. the season, I thought we were going to find out somehow Portia yes, was involved. Yes, I think I saw that too. Remember? Like, that was in circling the in the blogs or previews or something. No. And we all know Candy. <laughs> Bedroom candy Coded Nights! <laughs> <laughs> Bedroom Candy. Mm-hmm. So, I, um, yeah. And Todd ain't nothing but a New York, like, yeah, Timberland wearing, New York Yankee fitted wearing. Have, have you seen that video <laughs> that Peter put out? Mm-mm. What the what is going <laughs> on in Atlanta? <laughs> Peter's New York too. I can't with them. I cannot no, with those two. What is going on in Atlanta? <laughs> <laughs> it's just so messy. And you know, my thing is like, I guess what the topic is as a friend. When your friend has crossed you, right. can you use those things against them? No. Me personally, I think that things we confide. Uh, you know, into mm-hmm. our friendships, we should just because we're not friends anymore. I just find it. I, I don't think it's okay to yeah. air out that business. Like we all reveal secrets and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. And yes, you might be hurt, but I just think I personally don't yeah. like airing out. 
And I agree in so regular good. circumstances, but if we are on a reality show together, interesting. There's nothing like secrets again. There's mm. nothing that you know because at the end of the day, all these women need to stay on the show to either promote whatever businesses they have or get what kind of checks. Unfortunately, it seems the Atlanta women are the least wealthy of all the franchises, mm-hmm. and they seem to be the ones willing to stoop the lowest to stay on TV. But it still sucks though, because like we really did believe that Candy and Phaedra formed a real friendship, and yeah. even though yeah they were on a reality TV show together, mm-hmm. what's more important? I think a friendship, if yeah. it was real, if yeah. it was really real and genuine, mm-hmm. that should be more yeah. important. But yeah, like you said, they have to they have to film, mm-hmm. they have to have conversations on camera, yeah. so. Right, yeah. and it seems like one thing about Phaedra, um, she's just been fake the whole time, and I think Candy more so than anyone saw Phaedra putting on she, this yeah. holier than thou Christian woman. Oh Jesus, oh Lord, front, mm-hmm. and Candy knew what was really going on behind it the scenes. Tired. So that's frustrating, you know. It gets and tired. then when that person becomes your enemy, and you want to see them perpetuating that same persona that you mm-hmm. know is fake, mm-hmm. it's hard to you know keep that in, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's very sad, um, but I am tuned in to yeah, see sure what's am. to come. I don't think, I think their friendship is done. Yeah, oh yeah, I think that's yeah. over and done with. They will never, at some point I had hoped that they would fix things, yeah. but at this point, nah. <laughs> and Phaedra and Portia's friendship to me is just really like fake. It's like, Phaedra, you were all, you know, throwing up, uh, being so mean to Kenya about what she was going through with men and calling her a hoe this and this and that. Mm-hmm. Portia is not any better than Fate, um, than um, Kenya, in my opinion. She, you know, and she's Portia been with is... married men before, and flaunt, one season she was flaunting her twenty thousand dollar Birkins and, and her Rolls Royce. And her Rolls Royce. It's like, you know, Portia, that's what if, Funky Dineva. Oh. <laughs> if you guys don't know who Funky Dineva is, you need to watch okay? his reviews. Tochi put me on. <laughs> I literally, after an episode ends, I need to I see the what next he has day, to say. I, I watch his reviews. Yeah, um, reviews. He called. He said something in one of his reviews where he was like, "Whatever." Is holding is that holding together. Holding that friendship mm-hmm. together is fishy. Yeah, something the milk ain't clean. Yep. In that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I something agree. Something is going on there, mm-hmm. and when that thing breaks, it's oh, you it's, know, they have dirt on each other. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a dirt. mess. Mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah. Anyway, that's I guess it. that's that's what was really the gist of the last episode. Now moving on to something a little even bit more, a little bit more ratchet. <laughs> more juicy. <laughs> more juicy. Okay, so there's this website called Niger Just Live. And um, it was basically a website that exposed so much. It was so messy. I I, I was used to go on it, but after a while I was like, I actually can't. <laughs> it's, it's too it's much. It's too much. And it's like unfounded on, you know, things without any proof or anything. You just get on there and say things. And it was basically about Niger, just Ni- the Nigerian community. Mm-hmm. I guess wealthy Nigerians and different girls, I guess, Ashawos, they would be exposing them and, you know, things like that. And it was just getting crazy. And towards the end of it, I guess they put up this post about this man, Femi Otedola, who's, you know, I guess a billionaire. And um, they put up some really disparaging things about not only him, but his family, his wife, his children. It was just really, really nasty. And I guess what was happening was behind the scenes, these two, well, a lot of people refute whether it's them or not, but these two girls, which I, I happened to follow one of them on Instagram just because, you know, she was living this flashy life. But these two Indian girls, they grew up in Canada. Um, 
they had been coming to Nigeria, I guess, for the past 10 years. And word on the street is they had been... Um, 10 years? Yes, yeah, the past 10 years. They've been going to Nigeria and I guess high class escorts or runs girls or whatever you want to call it. And I, I'm, I, I'm, I don't, you know, second guess saying it because they as much as confirmed it themselves, getting into Instagram fights with people's wives and mm-hmm. just really low down messy stuff. Come to find out they're the ones behind this website. And what they do is they put up stories of people, and if you want to get the story taken down, you pay a certain amount of money. Oh. Mm-hmm. So extortion, basically, and oh, blackmail. Oh, I didn't even know that was what uh-huh. they were doing. Wow. So if you go and fo- if you go see these girls' Instagrams, their pages are still open, obviously, and I, from what I know, they still have access to their phones and mm-hmm. you know whatever. But um, they rec- on their last trip to Lagos, I guess somebody probably lured them in, like, oh come, you know, have a good time. They they usually go like pretty frequently to lagos mm-hmm. like apparently they even have nigerian passports what girl I yes can't with i can't with nigerian men i can't anyway so apparently they had nigerian <laughs> passports i guess someone invited them to nigeria Femio Tedela, who has all these resources hired some people to investigate and you know follow ipn addresses and i don't mm-hmm. know i don't know the code words you know data hacking whatever mm-hmm. and traced it back to a suite in the oak Echo Hotels. Wow. Is it Echo Hotels or Oriental? I, I don't remember. What? One of those hotels, Sha. And traced it back to their room. Come on, see. They even took pictures of them when they caught them. <gasps> they said when they got there, they were, you know, they took all the girls' stuff. There was proof the phone that they were used for the, using for the blackmail was there. Apparently, they had videotapes. They had videotaped all these men that they had had oh affairs with. They're ready to blackmail them. Like, girl, it blew up in their faces big time and it was all over the this news has reached like international news outlets yeah i saw it it was even posted on the shade room (laughs) that's when you know (laughs) (laughs) it was even posted on the shade room um and i didn't even i didn't know like this much i'm I'm, I'm ashamed i did so I mean, I'm just not like surprised. I was, I was, I think I was actually surprised when I saw that it was them because mm-hmm. I knew of the website, mm-hmm. and weren't they also like? Yeah, they would talk about themselves, but there was never anything uh, to. Yeah. It was always sort of like yeah, yeah. advertising almost, mm-hmm. you know, what I mean? and not stuff that people didn't already, already know about like, them. Okay, yeah, exactly. That they're kind of escorts or whatever, mm-hmm. so they didn't care. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of, um, wow. it, I mean, as it turns out, there are people that have already paid for their stories to be taken down. And if you go on these girls' Instagrams, the lifestyle they were living, like, you would you would look at it and be like, wow, they're really enjoying. Mm-hmm. See them traveling here this on this yacht this week with this designer bag this week with this shoe. And, you know, when you see someone like that and they're not really doing anything else and it just seems like they're just... To me, it sort of look, looks a bit empty. It looks weird. Like, yeah. at first, I think when I saw their profiles, I was like, wow, see nice things. Mm-hmm. But after, you don't see... Like, you don't really see them having fun. Yeah. It's just them. Yeah. <laughs> like... What else are they doing? Mm-hmm. It just seemed so uh, materialistic yeah. and just fake. Yeah. You know, on the um, on one of the news websites, I think it was BuzzFeed that mm-hmm. I saw that they posted the story are about them. Yeah, on BuzzFeed, mm-hmm. and they they compared. They were like, "Oh, Kardashian-like sisters." Yeah, that's what whatever. the comparisons have been. I'm sure they're loving those comparisons, yeah. but. You know, that's in this day and age, it's almost like, and for them to even go back to Nigeria after all this, it's like, you still, you're not finished. You Wait, so still, they've been back after they've been arrested? Oh, they're still there. They're still in Nigeria now. They had a court case 
and um they signed all these affidavits basically confessing to everything but it looks like this i don't know if that was those were court papers because mm -hmm. they're still gonna have their trial um later on in january they're supposed to be you know i guess they're being held somewhere i don't think they're actually in prison so, but, but they can't leave the they country. can't leave the country and the thing they cite said that they can never come back to to nigeria and they even had a video of them confessing to it and apologizing to people but it just looks so scripted and fake it's just mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. and if you see the girls it's like this is i guess this is another subject altogether but it's like what is with the nigerians infatuation with like foreign women like they're not attractive you know based on anyone's standards they've done one of them has done plastic surgery to the point where she looks botched Mm -hmm. You know, it's just like, what is the appeal of, of, of these people? And why are, you know, people spending money flying them out and all this stuff, you know? Yeah, and I just think it's a combination of Nigerian, not, let me not generalize, but a lot of Nigerian men, they've always had this thing for, you know, lighter skinned or yeah. foreign looking women. Yeah. And then the combination of that with the influence, I think the Kardashians mm -hmm. or whatever, that look yeah. has on society. That's what has made these girls feel like they're yeah. something. Yeah. Like, there are so many way yeah. more beautiful Nigerian, Nigerian women yeah. in Nigeria. Mm -hmm. And these stupid, it's good for them. It's good for, them. It's good for every single man that got I caught agree, up in that yeah. nonsense. It's up, yeah. But, um, and then it's also like, um, what was I going to say? Yeah, so I guess they'll face whatever they're going to face. It's just, but do you even think they would like face any real consequences? Real consequences. I doubt it. I feel like they've learned their lesson now, which was, or hopefully, I, I feel like they'll still it be was in Toronto newspapers paying. and everything, it was international news, you know. True. I'm sure they'll try and spin this in some way. Uh, you know, I think their social media followings have gone up since you know, since, since this, this scandal. That's how they would now have a reality TV show. Uh, it's very possible, you know. Because at first I was thinking, ah, the money for these girls have finished. <laughs> <I> tried off. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they saved some coins. Mm -hmm. But who knows? Who yeah. knows? They seem to be smart girls. Do they? <laughs> I don't think they have tangible, you know, all these people, they will be flossing with all this stuff. Like, do you really have any tangible things? Like, Real estate, stocks and bonds. Stocks and bonds. <laughs> I mean, I don't know their pockets. I don't know anybody's pockets but my own. Um, but it's just like, it seems to me what they value are these material possessions. And, right. You know. Things that depreciate. See, things that lose value very quickly, mm. you know. But hey. Oh, well. That's, that's the situation. And that's what's going on there. So. Don't even want to spend too much time on those. Me either. Yeah. Oh, okay. But anyway, so um, moving on to, we want to call this like a heart to heart yeah. session. Um, they're just different sorts of things that Tochi and I talk about um, when we're, you know, just just thing as girls mm -hmm. or things going on in our lives, in our lives like, yeah. that we sort of want to include in the podcast mm -hmm. as well. So for today's episode, we just wanted to talk about. Um, the influence that social media has on relationships yeah. you know hashtag couple goals mm -hmm. whatever you know and i just feel like it's it's, it's putting a lot of pressure, pressure on yeah. people that are single mm -hmm. to be in relationships or people in relationships to stay in mm -hmm. unhappy relationships mm -hmm. or people to share it's like there's so many different elements of social media it's a part of our lives these days you know it's mm -hmm. how we communicate with people it's how people judge us mm -hmm. you know people go on your page and they feel like they they know you a bit better mm -hmm. so but not only the aspects of the pressure it puts on people or expectations in relationships but just also like how much of your relationship do you share on social media and mm -hmm. what's okay what's too much you know those type of things 
Right. Yeah. But I anyway, mean, my... Yeah, I guess, the, I don't know, should there be limits or whatever? I just feel like people are allowed to do whatever they want to mm-hmm. do as long as, you know, it's genuine. They're not trying to put on some sort of front yeah. or whatever. You know, if you're someone that likes to overshare, overshare if that's what makes you yeah. happy. If you're not someone that likes to share anything, mm-hmm. then don't. Yeah, I guess it's that um, simple, really. But, you know, when there's another element to it, like if you are only if you're you know trying to make sure your relationship looks perfect yeah. or you know you're trying to show all these things that just you and your bae are doing together mm-hmm. or whatever just to i don't know attract some sort of attention you know i don't know how to put it i mean i think no one's gonna put anything on social media that's going to make their relationship look bad flawed right you know what right. i mean just in general no one puts yeah. things that makes them look flawed, flawed on social media <laughs> and those that do it's that's very i hats off to you like yeah. that's very vulnerable and right that's great but i think in terms of you know the pressure sometimes you see couples doing things or like right you right. know and or you buying things or you know or things like vacations that, yeah. together or just even people getting engaged mm-hmm. and getting married like we're at an age where like a lot of people we know are starting to get engaged yeah. or get married have kids or whatever mm-hmm. and i think you know just social media can be there are positive aspects to it yeah. but when it comes to you know there are certain things that it just sometimes it might put too much pressure on people yeah. Where they feel like, oh, at 26 or whatever, I should be married. And this is something I'm guilty of, too. Like, sometimes if I'm scrolling down on social media, I'm like, damn, everybody I knew is getting married or engaged. I should be doing it, too. But um, when you sit down and reevaluate and think about it, it's kind of like, actually, you know, no. I guess, you know, I, I know that's something you've expressed to me before. I actually don't feel like I if I see someone getting married, maybe I, I don't know why. I think in my mind, I think I'm younger than I am. It's this really weird thing where I don't feel like if I see someone getting married, it's sort of like I feel like, oh, I'm still young. Like, you no, know what I girl, mean? trust me, I feel like I'm still young too. Yeah. But at the same time, I think, well, I guess personally, I guess I'm damn, I always want to say I'm 26, but I guess I'm 27. <laughs> you are, um, you are. <laughs> yeah, and I guess maybe when I was younger, I thought, oh, you know, when you know how. Um, the later 20s always seemed older Grown up, when yeah. you were like yeah. younger like yeah. oh 28, 29 yeah. Yeah. you just thought that was when you were grown yeah. so in my mind I guess when I was you know 20 or turning 21 mm-hmm. I just always thought oh you know by the time I graduate college I'll be yeah. doing this I'll get married yeah. or whatever um, and I just I think it's something that I'm sure it's something that not just me but a lot of people go through mm-hmm. where it's like okay like it's not like, oh, I want to get married just because mm-hmm. I'm seeing everyone is getting married on social media. Mm-hmm. It's just, sometimes it just feels like, oh, man, like, you know, everyone is doing mm-hmm. all these Stuff, things. Yeah. Like, I know some of my friends are having kids yeah. or it's just like, damn, like, I'm not even, like, mm-hmm. close to there. Not like I'm jealous or it's what I want immediately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a very interesting, like, life stage, I think, yeah. this, like... 27 28 where it's mm-hmm. like oh, okay next? what should i yeah. yeah like should i be somewhere what mm-hmm. what exactly should i be doing just when you're mm-hmm. just trying to still really discover yourself and your next steps mm-hmm. but um, um also another another thing is like when you see like relationships on social media there's so many times when i'll see things and i'll know like 
you guys are posting here but i know what's really going on like you know it's the, of painting the picture of, and i mean everyone's allowed to do that you know that's fine but it's also like are you doing it because you want to share this and you know you're or are you doing it to prove a point you know to say right like, right, right. of know, course yeah and by the same time one of the reasons i brought this up is not just because of how we feel mm-hmm. it's just something i think puts pressure on not even just people our age but people younger than us mm-hmm. you know especially that i think social media probably influences the most people that are younger yeah. and they are still trying to get to know themselves mm-hmm. Um, so when you know younger people are seeing young kids like Kylie or whatever yeah. and Tyga and you yeah. know thinking those are relationship goals, yeah, true. That might be like warped. And yeah, stuff. Yeah. Social media. It's 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 a it's, it, that's exactly what it's a platform where people can make themselves look however they want, and it might be very far from the reality of you know the situation on ground, and it's like. Mm-hmm. Everyone has the freedom to do that. It's just up to you to stay grounded and, you know, mm-hmm. be it's in very, touch with the real world and have real true. friends and yeah. real relationships and, you know. And social media is also a business. People are making money from it. So if you want to, you know, create a facade and you mm-hmm. know, keep it up, then that's, you know. Yeah, to be honest, it's mostly the younger kids I'm worried about. Like when I think of the age that my kids would be growing up in, mm-hmm. you know, I just can't imagine like being in high school and having in, yeah. having had Instagram. Like, there's already yeah. so many issues. That Facebook was enough. Before yeah. the other website, MySpace top five, eight was MySpace, enough. MySpace, yeah. like yeah. now there's just so much Snapchat. Mm. I can't imagine like oh Snapchat in high when school. When I was so dumb, I was so <laughs> dumb in high school. Wow, oh. I'm so glad there wasn't a way to document how dumb I was. <laughs> These are the times we're living in, you know? And I think the key is just to surround yourself with real people, have real relationships, and, you know, understand that that is separate from reality. Yeah, from reality. And be careful tapping into all these couple goals because you never really know. What's going on? You never know. Mm -hmm. So many people I I follow on social media, like people I don't even really know in real life, I'll just be like, oh, they're so cute, and a boyfriend. Next thing you know, one long post. I've been in this relationship, and it's been this, it's been hell, and... You just know. I feel like that happened recently. I'm trying to think of when, when it happened. When I thought something was like. Anyway, I don't remember off the top of my head, but it happens all the time, really. Yeah. At the end of the day, relationships are hard enough. Mm. Uh, don't let social media, like. Dictate your dictate happiness. Or create issues. Like, mm. people be having, I don't even know, DMs. <laughs> like, I don't know, issues that I've yeah. never had, like, any of those issues. But I just know that people, other people, some people do. And it's just, don't let these little things get in the way of something real. Yeah. Anyway. I guess that's that. And I guess that's our episode, our first episode. Yeah. Thank you for joining us and listening to this point. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Uh-huh. And, like, give us some feedback mm-hmm. if you got to the end. If you didn't, you know, let us know why. If they didn't, they wouldn't hear this. <laughs> oh, true, true. Maybe some people fast forward some sometimes. Fast forward, okay. Go, go back and listen. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you're welcome to send us emails. Our contact information will be... Um, down below or somewhere on we'll the, post the stage it. we'll post it yeah mm-hmm. and um our links our social media links will be there as well so we look forward to hearing from you guys next week yep and um we'll be back bye
And now it's time for our shout out of the week. Um, in this segment, what we're going to do is just tell you guys about something, be it a product, a phone app, that's just made our lives that much better or easier. General wellness tips. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So we're going to start off with um, a product I recently purchased. It's the Dr. Dennis Gross Skincare Pro Facial Steamer. I got it at Sephora and it's what it is. It's a face steamer. I don't know if any of you have um, had that treatment at a spa, but a lot of times prior to masks, what they'll do is they have this big machine that, you know, emits all this steam and what it does is it open your pore, opens your pores so that it's ready to absorb whatever is going to be put in um, through the mask or the, the treatment following. But, you know, another tip, this it was kind of expensive. I'm a sucker for skincare gadgets. If it's got an, a button I can push that makes it go on and it does something, I'm, I'm sold. But really what you can do at home is just get a big bowl, fill it with hot boiling water, and put a towel over your head so that the steam can really concentrate and get into your skin and get into your face and that will do wonders for you you're welcome to put different essential oils in it you can put eucalyptus in it lavender tea tree oil you know all these oils have their benefits so once you look into that and you can decide what would work best for your skin so yeah basically facial steaming if you want to buy the product it's available at sephora but you can also do it at home um, my shout out this week is for Headspace. It's a meditating app, um, meditation app that Tochi put me on. And it's a perfect time to start meditating if you haven't already. I'm pretty new to it. I've tried meditating in the past, like, I don't know, several years ago, even last year, there were a few months or whatever when I meditated. Um, but I always somehow lose track of it or just start forgetting to do it in the morning. Um, but this year, that's one of my new year resolutions. Um, I want to meditate every single morning. So I downloaded this app that Tochi told me about and it's, it's an amazing app. Like I'm really enjoying, enjoying it. Um, I started actually before the new year, I started like the end of December. Um, and I've really been enjoying it. It's a perfect way for me to start my day, to get into my routine. It puts me in the right mindset. You know, it makes me just wake up and start my day in a happier or just a more balanced state of being. And I'm able to start doing my the things that I want to accomplish each day. After that, I go to yoga probably, or I just like clean up in the house mm -hmm. and just, or take a shower and start my day. Yeah. And <clears throat> Toshi it's has- easy for, It's easy for beginners as well. It's, yeah. It starts off guided. And then after yeah. you've done a certain amount of them, you unlock you have access to all of their meditations mm -hmm. and um, it's just really good. And meditation, it's, it can be intimidating. You think of it as, you know, monks crossing their legs and saying, oh, but it's, it's a lot it's of people think they everyone. can't like shut their mind mm -hmm. off. And maybe, yeah, when you first start doing it, even even yeah. me, I'm still having like trouble and I haven't been doing it for that long, obviously. But you see yourself making progress mm -hmm. and getting better at it mm -hmm. each and day and reaping the benefits of yeah. it more and more yeah. yeah it's it's amazing like i honestly really really love starting my day uh, my days right now with meditation yeah. in the morning yeah. um so yeah those, those are our tips those are our tips mm -hmm. um if you guys have any questions about them like let us know um okay yeah Intoxicate, man. You don't know why you do it.